Welcome to Are You Listening? A resource about finding confidence through difference. I'm your host, Sarah Anderson, and on this podcast and online resource, I talk about finding confidence in the things that are a little different about us. I aim to be a resource for those who are struggling with similar issues that I was and am struggling with every day. I was born with a condition that caused my right ear to not form properly. The way I like to think about it is that there's a little piece of cartilage and a little flap of skin, as nasty as that sounds thus causing my ear to not look like everyone else's. I aim to be a resource for those who have similar issues, but also so much more. So come along and join me in navigating this journey we call life. Let's jump right into it. Welcome back to the Are You Listening podcast with me, Sarah Anderson. For those who are new new here, I was born with a condition called microtia and atresia. Basically, this means that my right ear did not form properly. I am deaf in my right ear, technically speaking. If I wanted to hear out of that right ear, I would need surgery to get a device implanted into my head uh, in order to hear, which I do not have yet, but I'm considering it. And I was also born with a condition called Golden Heart Syndrome, where parts of my body did not form correctly. One of those things are included is my ear, is what caused my microtia and atresia. So now that we have that out of the way, that's kind of a general overview about me. Let's jump right into the podcast. So today we're going to talk about what people or kids with noise sensitivity may hear and how it affects them and how you can be aware and how you can help these people um, to be the best people that they can be, whether they're family members, friends, or just strangers on the street. You know, just being overall aware of what people might be hearing. And so I'm going to be using my experience with noise sensitivity. And my first experience with this was in choir class in second grade. But yes, choir class in second grade is my earliest memory of noise sensitivity. I remember singing at the top of my lungs, but all of a sudden I get this weird noise in my ear. Um, And I like to call this noise the crackling, which sounds very ominous when it's definitely not. But I like to call this noise the crackling. Uh, The noise really startled me because every time I would try to sing with my peers or like when my peers around me would be singing, I got this really crazy crackling noise in my ear. You know, I continued on like nothing happened, but I didn't really know what to think of it. I guess, first of all, I want to talk about that I'm going to be completely transparent and say that, you know, for the last however many years of my life, I haven't really done anything about the crackling because it kind of, it's something that, yes, is very annoying, but it's kind of something I'm just, it's just, I'm used to it. And it's just something that's there and something that I've lived with and I will probably live with. It's, but, you know, I would like to look at, into it at some point on why it happens. Because this is, is it annoying? Absolutely. Is it frustrating? Yeah. It's very, it's very jarring. It's very something I have to work around whenever I'm in certain situations. But the goal of this article is to help others understand what people with noise sensitivity might be hearing and how they can be aware and how they can best help those people or those kids. So what does the crackling sound like? The crackling, as I like to call it, is a noise that goes off in my ear whenever I encounter certain pitches of sound. It's better explained as noise sensitivity and can kind of go off at any moment. So whenever I try to explain the crackling in my ear to somebody, I like to compare it to when the radio signal 
like when you're listening to the radio and the signal starts to go out when you're outside of range of the signal. So not the static, but the crackling that happens before that. So like the, you know, if you're listening to like a talk show, the voices are coming in and out and it's kind of like that really grainy, pitchy crackling noise to it. And, you know, you can hear most of the conversation and you can get a general idea of what they're saying, but it's still, you have that crackling in the background where you can't quite get everything that they're saying. That is basically exactly what it sounds like in my, in my ear. Another good example would be when you blow a speaker in your car. I don't know if anyone's ever done this. I've definitely done it quite recently. It's not exactly a fun experience, but when you blow a speaker in your car or the crackling coming from the speaker after the speaker goes out sounds like a very, very similar as well. Cause like I said, it's kind of the same general idea where you get this like weird crackly pitchy sound in the background of when you're trying to listen to a song or a talk show and it keeps going in and out and you can get a general idea, but you had to piece together what they're saying. Well, in the background, having, having noise in the background. And I think, I think I'm explaining it well enough where I think you guys probably will understand if you don't please reach out. So really imagine only getting parts of a conversation you're having and having to piece together what the other person is saying. So basically it's kind of like a crackling, it's kind of like a radio, but in real life. So when does the crackling happen? The crackling happens in a variety of different settings. And I'm trying to pinpoint when exactly these instances are. And to be honest, I can't. Um, I have, there's certain situations where I have, it's a, I know what's going to happen. But there's other situations where I, it surprises me. If I'm in a crowded restaurant with music and people are talking everywhere, the crackling will be particularly bad. Remember the radio I talked about? It's exactly like that. You're trying to have a conversation and it's, it goes in and out kind of, and it gets kind of muffled and the crackling will start and you have to really kind of focus on what the person is saying. So that's one try and true point where the crackling will probably happen. It's a crowded restaurant where a lot of people are talking. There's a lot of noise. There's a lot of different sounds. There's music going. There's tape, you know, glasses clanking. There's people putting their forks on their, on their plates. There's people picking up their forks and there's silverware. There's people running all over the place. There's just a lot going on in a restaurant and it will for sure go off at that probably in a crowded restaurant. I've noticed that the crackling also happens at particular decibels, but also when you least expect it. The crackling will happen at concerts. It'll be listening in the in the car listening to the radio, actually, both at low and high volumes, crowded rooms, traffic noises, blow drying my hair, or even when I'm listening to my music in my headphones. So instances like that, or when it's particularly bad, this is the worst that I've ever had it. So when you're at the orthodontist or the dentist and those little drills that they use and goes in your head, it's really kind of noisy in your head. The crackling will 100% go off and there will definitely be tears from Sarah Anderson. <laughs> um, it's definitely a very harsh sound and I'm just, I'm very, very sensitive to that. What I did here is I have two tracks, same song, two tracks. First version is with no crackling. It's a normal version, what any a normal hearing person would hear. And then the second version is with 
the crackling. And what I did with the second version is I tried to get the most accurate version of what I hear. Of course, it's not going to be exactly, but I want to kind of give you a taste of if you have a child who has the crackling and they can't exactly explain what it is, I can kind of give you a general idea of what it might sound like. So this is track number one. And now this is track number two with the crackling. So as you can tell, the crackling definitely has a big effect on what that sounds like. It's very hard to explain. It's very, it was very hard for me to record that because I'm not, you know, or to edit that because I can't really explain exactly what it sounds like. But, and I can't, you know, and, and no, no technology is going to help me exactly show what it sounds like. But I wanted to give a general idea that might be so what somebody's hearing and you don't know it. Why am I writing about this? Uh, I'm writing about this because I want to help others understand that hard of hearing people are prone to a variety of symptoms due to hearing loss or lack of hearing in a certain ear. I'm not an expert. And you know what? Maybe this has nothing to do with my hearing loss in my right ear. But even though I am deaf and I'm in my right ear and I can still hear perfectly fine in my left, the symptoms can cause problems that require me to be aware of my surroundings. You know, just because I can't hear anything in that ear doesn't mean that there's not other problems going on in my left ear. Sometimes I don't know if all people realize that. I didn't really realize that until I started thinking about this episode. And I'm like, just because there's probably, you know, I don't, I can't hear anything in my right ear does not mean that I don't have problems in my other ear. So that was a very, that was a very big realization for me. And I don't think, and I'm like, if I realize it and I'm living with it, then other people must not realize it. Because for me, it's so normal, the crackling. But for other people, they would think that's completely insane. So it's definitely, it's definitely something important that I think that needs to be talked about. So how do I manage it? It's not really something that you manage, I guess. It's more of how you deal with it. You know, my goal is ultimately setting myself up for success so I can get the most out of a conversation that I'm having. So I make sure I sit in a place that allows me to hear the conversation as much as I can. Um, And if the crackling starts, I'll ask people to repeat what they said or I'll really read lips to kind of emphasize what the person's saying to me. Um, And I really just need to concentrate harder on what's being said in the conversation. And therefore, honestly, I get very exhausted after a while and it can be downright exhausting. So I I do tire out quicker or at least mentally I do. I always walk on on a person's right side in effort to get the most out of of the conversation. Um, And really managing the noise sensitivity is being aware of your surroundings and knowing what your triggers are so you can prevent it the best that you can. Or you can just simply manage it the best that you can. I really just, of course, it's been years and years and years since I've had this. So it's like I've I've become very good at piecing together what people are saying. I kind of use my ear as I do my sight. So basically with my my left ear, my good ear, I try to make sure when I'm sitting in a restaurant or something, is my ear able to see everyone? And so I really make sure I'll sit at like at the end of the table with my left ear facing out or facing towards the people. Next thing I want to cover is how can you help? 
How can you, as a person who has noise, you know, doesn't have noise sensitivity, or you do have noise sensitivity, how can you help a loved one or a friend or a child be the best they can be? I don't really have a particular solution for this, but I want to say, I want to write this article to bring awareness to help be aware of what this might feel like for a child or an adult. You know, I want to bring awareness to the fact that hard of hearing people may have more problems other than the degree of deafness that they're that you are aware of. So like you know that the person let's say is deaf in their right ear, deaf in their left ear, fully deaf. There might be other things going on with them that you don't even have any idea about. You know, yeah, I'm deaf in my right ear, but did you know that my left ear has a very strong degree of crackling in it? Probably not. And I don't really share that too often just because it's not something that comes up in conversation. And I just make sure that I can set myself up for success. How can you help by being aware of where they are, like the person is sitting at the table? If they're not able to sit on a good side, make sure that they are included in the conversation and speak up when you're talking to them, make good eye contact, you know, have your, your lips present so you're able, they're able to kind of read lips if they need to. Checking in overall, can you hear me okay? Do you need, do you need me to switch seats with you? That's a really big one. Um, that's happened to me, I would say, maybe one or two times. And I'm always extremely grateful when somebody says to me, "Can I? You know, do you want me to switch seats with you? And I say, uh, yes, absolutely, please. If my good ear is not facing the table that I'm sitting at, it's like I'm not even there, to be honest. It's, it's like I'm not even there. I won't be able to hear them from one. And then the crackling will start if we're in a crowded restaurant. And basically... My my only hope if the crackling starts is that I'm sitting in a good spot at the table where I can hear everyone and I'm able to pick up enough. But if I'm sitting at a bad spot at the table, I can't pick up sound. It's harder for me to pick up sound than once the crackling starts, then it's just it's like I'm not even there. For my success, I need to be sitting in a spot that is good for me. You know, or I need to be, you know, if I'm standing in a group of people, I need to be standing in a good spot for me. You know, and I think checking in with the person is not only is it extremely thoughtful and nice and kind, but it makes it for a better experience for the person. So honestly, the best way to help is to be aware and I wanted to write to write this article and speak in this podcast to tell you and give you a general idea of what what it might be might feel like. And I also, if there's a child out there who's trying to explain to the, a parent or a friend or anything about this about something like this, I hope that I can give a general idea or a better idea of how it might sound and how you can best help them. And overall, just give general education about how you know just because somebody is deaf in their right ear, left ear all deaf, you know, there might be some more there besides the deafness. And I just wanted to give a little bit of a share about it. And I think that's a valuable thing to have. And I really appreciate you taking the time to listen to this. And whoever might be in your life who has something like this, they will also thank you too, to be able to have a better understanding of this. And I will see you in the next podcast. Thank you so much for listening. 
Thank you so much for listening. If you'd like to read more about this topic, head over to aylistening.com. That's A-Y-L-I-S-T-E-N-I-N-G.com. Or follow me on my journey on Facebook and Instagram at aylistening. That's A-Y-L-I-S-T-E-N-I-N-G. I will put all this information in the show notes below. And my question to you is, are you listening? Are you listening?